in our line of work. Yeah. In my line of work, and yeah. sometimes your line. Of work. <laughs> uh, we travel a lot, and it's not easy actually being away from home when you're filming in different city or for a few months at a time. And I like my family to feel as comfortable as possible. So what do I do? I go on Airbnb. And I look up all of the houses in the areas that I am going to be filming. And mm-hmm. I see if I can find the absolute best house for my family That's when I'm right. working. Actually, I worked in Albuquerque. I have a house in Albuquerque. And I rent it as an Airbnb. You sure do. So there you go. So think about it. Your home sits empty while you're away. Why not have your empty space earn some extra income? Hosting is a lot easier than you might think. You don't need an Airbnb, a whole house. You could just You could just host your spare room. So consider becoming an Airbnb host because your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Hi, I'm Kate Hudson. And my name is Oliver Hudson. We wanted to do something that highlighted our relationship. And what it's like to be siblings. We are a sibling rivalry. No, no. Sibling rivalry. Don't do that with your mouth. <laughs> sibling rivalry. That's good. Oliver. Hudson, 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 Hudson. Hudson, 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 Hudson. <laughs> These are always our new intros, guys. This is how we're going to intro every episode. It's like some like European 890s gym. Like, Oliver. Hudson, 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 Hudson. <laughs> like French? I don't it's know like what. I'm not beat. sure what language that was. Oliver. Hudson, Hudson, Hudson. <laughs> Well, actually, this is uh, this works because we're introducing Nina and oh, Alex Dobro, right. who are from Bulgaria. Right, it's so Bulgarian. It's Bulgarian. It was a Bulgarian right. beat. Right. Uh, <laughs> so, no, this was fun. I've known Nina a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never met her brother, and <laughs> he's funny. He was really Just funny. Super dry. Yeah. Sitting in his cubicle. Yeah. You know, in Toronto. In Toronto. But what I loved about this is I got to know her differently than I ever have, which is really under understanding where she came from. I had no idea what her story is. I mean, a real, I mean, immigrants Mm -hmm. from Bulgaria during communist Bulgaria. Right. And the family moved to Canada. And and their journey there. And their journey there. Yeah. Which was wild. I was like, what? How come I didn't, I felt kind of like 
weird that I didn't know, you know? I was like, <laughs> I, um, yeah, they were both extremely rebellious kids and they weren't really close, honestly, when they were young. They no. got close when they got older. It was, a, it's a really interesting immigrant story uh, about, you know, trying to really um, find find your place mm-hmm. in a new country and and then also sort of the traveling. I mean, she went back to Bulgaria when she was younger mm-hmm. because her mother That's had right. to, I mean, there's a, That's so right. a, a Yeah, don't give it away. Okay, but I'm just saying yeah. I really uh, appreciated this podcast because it's the first time I think we've really heard about it from the the child's perspective. Right. Um moving countries and I mean, you know, Bulgarian was their first language. Yeah. They also explain their their childhood as um, absolute hatred, which was like they really didn't <laughs> like each other. You kind of play it down a little bit. Like they really didn't like each other. And now it's the yeah. totally different. Um, anyway, I think this is really interesting. And uh, I look forward to uh, hearing your feedback. Don't forget to hit subscribe and to <laughs> hit your like uh, button. Yes, hit your like button and um, <laughs> and I guess I review reviews are helpful, um, right? And hit me up and uh, just generally and write in, yeah. write in. We want to hear your stories. Shoot me a DM. Um, now that we're opening up, Oliver and I are contemplating maybe doing some live stuff. So we kind of want to like, you know, hit us up so we know where you're at. Oh yeah, and um, I'm gonna dance. And uh, yeah, Oliver wants to dance, dance. for you. Um, like, like and Allison. be sure to do five stars, five star <laughs> ratings. <laughs> Alice, wrap it up. <laughs> so here is Nina and Alex Dobrev. Hi, you guys. Welcome to our podcast. Yes. Thank you. Where 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 are we t- where are we speaking from, Nina? Where are you right now? I am in Los Angeles right now. You're in LA, Alex. Mm-hmm. Where are you? You're in Toronto. Toronto, cold Toronto. Is oh, yeah. it cold? Where are we at there? Super cold. Are we it's in the negative? Minus twenty Celsius, which is what zero yeah. Fahrenheit. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, are you from Toronto originally? Uh, we are originally from Bulgaria, but we uh, we moved to Canada when I was two and Alex was six. I think were you six, Alex? Yeah, six. She was born and ra- born Bulgaria, raised Canadian. Correct. Correct. You're oh. Bulgar. You're Bulgarian. You're, you're Bulgarian. No, that's, that's, that's yeah. correct. That's oh, really? <laughs> that's how you pronounce no. it? No. no. Oh, Jesus. I was like, wow, that's, that's really far off. So mom and dad, Bulgarian. Do you have any memories of Bulgarian? Mean, Alex? I know, Nina, you probably don't. Yeah. 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 Uh, so we essentially grew up in like communist Bulgaria. And... Uh, the memories that I have are like you. You two literally really have like proper memories, but what you were told is that the power would run out at seven p.m. because too many people were on the grid. So you'd just be living on like candles at nighttime and uh, just playing in the streets, snow like. But we couldn't get, uh, let's say, things like like cheese or bread. Like there just wasn't enough for everyone and. 
your parents are always lining up to get groceries. It's wow. if you guys have you guys haven't been to Cuba, I don't think because you guys are American, Mm-mm. but yeah. it's kind of like that. You line up for everything. Wow. So your parents were like, fuck this. We're going to Canada. Exactly. And how did they get to Canada? It was kind of sketchy from what I've heard. Yeah. Um, we kind of smuggled in wow. because we weren't like you weren't really allowed to leave because of the communist mm-hmm. regime. You were only allowed to travel to other communist countries. So if I'm not mistaken, my dad booked a flight to Cuba and on the way to Cuba, it's such a long flight. They they have to stop in Canada to refuel. And my dad got off the plane and never got back on. And he was so nervous that he was going to get caught that he wore like a Hawaiian shirt on the plane and like disguised himself as though he was going on vacation. But it was the dead of winter in Canada. So underneath the Hawaiian shirt, he had like seven sweatshirts and like a coat and all these things. It sounds (laughs) like he would be more of like a, 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 like, like, you know, that you could spot him from like five miles away. <laughs> Who's this fake this tourist? Is, this is not, it was like not a very incognito <laughs> outfit. Totally. And apparently he wasn't the only one, like a bunch of other people were doing the exact same thing from Bulgaria. So like half the plane got off and never got back on and everybody was wearing the same outfit that my dad was. <laughs> and, and they had to like, and they separated because they didn't want it to look suspicious so my dad went solo and like kind of scoped it out in Canada and fe- to find out where we live and all that stuff first. And then my mom had family in Michigan, I think. And so she got a, a visa to visit the family in Michigan and brought my brother and I. And then they drove her from Michigan to the Canadian border. And then she walked across the Niagara Falls with my brother in one hand and she held me in the other hand in like a carry-on suitcase. Wow. And that's how we got into Canada. Amazing story. This that is yeah. wild. I mean, yeah. Wow. And I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> okay, wait. So now, what did your father do in Bulgaria? What was his job? Yeah, like what was his vocation? Is that the right word? Vacation. Uh, yeah. What did <laughs> he study? Know? No, I don't know what he studied originally. <laughs> I know, know what he does now, but I don't know what he did then before. Uh, he was a civil engineer, but he got into programming. So he was just working on computers. Mm. And mom? Once he got to Canada. Even before. Even before he was doing programming for construction companies. Oh, I didn't know that. And he, um, he, but when he got to Canada, none of that counted. They didn't recognize any of his studies. So he, he worked at a gas station at, for, a, for a period of time as a, like a gas station, like a, yeah. an attendant who puts the gas in the cars. And then he worked at a pizza delivery place. He had all these like random odd jobs when we first got to Canada because he didn't speak English really. And he didn't have, we weren't technically allowed to be there. And if we went back to Bulgaria, we would have gotten, I don't know. I don't know what the consequences. So how did you, how did you eventually get legal status? I mean, asylum or how did that work? Yeah. Cause it would have been dangerous for us to go back. If we'd gone back, then we would have gotten into trouble. And so, um, so eventually we became aliens like, Immigrants that were allowed. Wow. Right? Am I saying it right, Alex? Do you have any <laughs> anything to add? I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mom had to go to interviews and explain why if she went back, uh, we'd be in trouble with the government. Yeah. And your mom, did she have a job? Initially, uh, back in Bulgaria, she was an art restoration professional. So if a painting gets destroyed during a flood or a fire in the church, she goes in and uses all these different chemicals and brings it back to life. Wow, cool. Ooh, and does she still do that? 
on the side. Yeah. That's fun. That's like a real art. That's a real skill. Mm. Yeah. So this is so interesting. So your dad was just a hustler. He was just surviving, doing what he could. And you guys were kids growing up. At what point did he turn it from gas station attendant to actually being able to support, provide, and, and have a sort of stable life for you guys? Do you remember that? I can only I can only tell you from what I've heard. I feel like Alex would know more about that. I just know that he, yeah, like you said, he was just trying to make ends meet. And we we had very very humble beginnings at that time. Like we didn't have new toys or any cool things that we got to play with. Like we just got whatever. Like we actually li- literally like played in the yard or like outside or made makeshift. Well, yeah, you're right. Dad did the gas station stuff and then pizza delivery guy. That's how he kind of learned his like broken English. And then from there, he slowly got back into the whole programming uh, business, worked for small firms to medium sized firms. And then by the like by the 2000s, he was already working for IBM or Compact. And like he like, yeah, just like Oliver said, like he hustled, he pushed forward and he was able to like kind of support amazing <gasps> that must have been really i mean i i'm curious like what your childhood like what was it like i mean what was it did it feel like a struggle or were you guys was it did your parents sort of evoke feelings of like joy and simple out of the simplicity of like trying to just make ends meet or was it heavy i don't i don't really remember it being heavy i think i was too little and That was just my normal at the beginning. I don't think until I got to junior high or high school is when I started to realize that, like I started hanging out with other families and like going to friends' houses and realizing that they lived in bigger houses and they had new clothes and they had, like they could order whatever food they wanted. And like, we, we didn't really have any of those luxuries. Like my mom, I was really embarrassed for a long time and now I love vintage clothes, but I used to like, she would take me to this place called Value Village in Canada that is like their version of Salvation Army. And it was all used clothes. And I was really embarrassed because I wanted like the new thing or whatever my friends had. And then eventually she changed it from Value Village. And it was like our code word because I didn't want her to say it. She was like, do you want to go to Versace today? Like we need to get you some new clothes. <laughs> <laughs> and Aww. I was like, uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, it wasn't until later that I started to notice that that we were a little different. And, like, we didn't speak English at home. We spoke Bulgarian. That was our first language. So, like, that – as I got older, I started to realize the differences, but not when I was young. What about you, Alex? I didn't feel like we were – yeah, I didn't feel like, let's say, like, poor or rich. It was like this middle ground. We We had everything we needed, but it wasn't in excess. So – yeah, kind of like you said, like I'd go to friend's house after school and for some reason they'd have dinner at five o'clock while we'd have dinner at nine o'clock and they would have these elaborate dinners and have like ice cream and such. Like we just, ice cream for us was just like once a week to kind of celebrate. Were you guys raised on some very like, very traditional Bulgarian, uh, you know, uh, customs or traditions? Did Was this something that was like, a part of your daily life? I'd say so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's like Eastern Orthodox or Greek Orthodox and uh, traditions in terms of like being close with uh, 
what the what the church says, but we didn't really care about going to church. We just kind of hung out with some of the people that were around. So we just it was an excuse to get together, have barbecues and drink. So was there like a strong Bulgarian community? I wouldn't say strong, maybe like medium, like kind of like here and there, but they were all friends with each other because you're trying to make it in the Canadian sort of lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And give me like one traditional Bulgarian <laughs> thing that you guys would do as kids. For Christmas and kind of any occasion, well, not in any occasion, but for Christmas, actually, no, I have a lot, every occasion. Like there's a thing called banitsa that we would make. And it's basically phyllo dough, butter, feta cheese, yogurt, and egg. And you just layer it on, on top of like layer over layer over layer. And it's so, so good. And obviously this was before I knew that I couldn't do dairy or gluten. <laughs> and I would just be, it was like the main thing in, in my diet <laughs> was the things that I couldn't eat. And feeling kind of shitty was my normal for a very long time. So I didn't really realize it. But um, that's a very traditional Bulgarian dish. And for Christmas, my mom would put in little, like she calls them lux, but she'd write down certain fortunes and she'd put them in little, um, like, um, what's that silver stuff called that you cook on? Aluminum foil. Aluminum foil. Yeah. So she'd like put it in <laughs> aluminum foil. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and she'd put it in each piece so that when you get a piece of the banitsa, you also get a good fortune for the year. Uh-huh. Oh, that's that fun. Yeah. What was, what about you guys in your relationship growing up, you know, as brother and sister? Were you close? Were you not close? You know, did you confide in each other? Did you lean on each other? Or did you just hate each other? I'll take, I'll let you take this one, Alex. (laughs) Absolute hatred. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, no. You guys were like us? Yeah, they were like us. Well, what's the age difference between you guys? Two and a half years. Yeah, you guys are like doubled. You guys five and could not stand each other. Really? Oh no! Why? Let's go with you first, Al. Well, Alex, why? Why? Like, what? What about Nina? We're like, oh Jesus Christ! She just messed in. She just messed in everything that like that was of interest to me. Like the food I wanted, she'd get into it and she'd mess it up. Or activities with friends, she'd always want to join and just she'd be the little brat and. Uh, but the issue became where we would just, if we had shared interests, my parents always made it so that Nina kind of like gets her way because she's the youngest and she's a girl. Mm-hmm. And I, I struggled with that. Like I didn't, I didn't oh, believe that, it just because she's younger. Yeah. But was, do you, was that, is that the truth? Meaning, or was this your perception or did, or, or Nina, did you actually get away with shit and your parents, you were number one? I mean, or is that just Alex's idea of what's happened? I have a different perspective. So I idolized him when I was little. And even now, like we recently got all of our childhood videos um, converted into digital. So I've been watching some of them. And you can see that I'm like obsessed with him, but I'm five years younger than him. So can you imagine if at 20 years old, if somebody told you to hang out with like a 14 or 15 year old, like you wouldn't want anything to do with it. It was probably in my opinion now, kind of one of those situations. Like I just wasn't cool enough for him. Mm -hmm. And I will admit I was a little bratty and liked getting my way and liked getting a rise out of him to get attention. So I would bug him so that he would notice me. Like I I was the typical (laughs) boy girl situation that you learn about in school where you're like, girls, boys will do things to 
like hurt the girls to tell them that they like them. Mm-hmm. Like that was my method too. I was like a tomboy growing up. So I would just like poke him or hurt him or push him or do whatever I could <laughs> oh, no. to piss him off because then he would have my, I would have his attention. Right. <laughs> yeah. And when did it come yeah. together? At what point was like, you know what? Let's be friends. Or are we still in that moment? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. No. I'm actually, I don't know. Alex, are we? <laughs> we're fine. As soon as we moved out of the house, we were fine. Oh, that, yeah. That's when it all that's when it all started to work out. Yeah. I think once we became adults, you know, once we were arguably the same age, despite the five year gap, like once you're in your twenties, it doesn't really matter anymore. And I don't know, like I became less annoying, I think. And we chose to hang out with each other. We had common interests. Like we would go out and share a drink together or we would go on trips and we're both very adventurous and we love to travel. So we started taking trips together as adults. Oh, oh that's fun. That's cool. Became peers, yeah. When I when think. you guys were growing up, you you couldn't speak English in the house, right? It's like only only spoke Bulgarian. At the beginning, yeah. We started to rebel eventually. How was your English in school? I think we were, I mean... Was it fine? I at mean, were school, you- yeah, no. We were at school, you're like sponges at that age. You, you sort of absorb yeah. it. I think we had Canadian accents in school at the time. Like, I've lost that since, uh-huh. but... Not your brother. Bullshit. Your brother has a Canadian accent. <laughs> now, do you guys speak English to each other or Bulgarian? English. You so you don't speak to each other. See, that's interesting. I feel like if we were Italian oh, yeah. and grew up with Italian parents, we'd be speaking Italian to each other all the time. Well, yeah, just to be, I do it to be, to just to be, be cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think I, I think I, I don't know. I mean, we we do in, when we need to, like for necessity, if we want to talk shit about someone, or mm-hmm. if there's a secret that we don't want someone to know, we'll speak in Bulgarian, but. When you're when you're the other in school and when you're different than everyone else, all you want to do is is be like your peers when you're a young kid. So we desperately just want I mean I'm speaking for myself, obviously, but I just desperately wanted to fit in. So I was like I didn't want to speak Bulgarian. I didn't want to like I was kind of rebelling against all of that because I wanted to fit in with my friends. So for a long time it was all about English for me. What about you, Alex? Well, we only knew in the house Bulgarian, like, hey, I'm to dinner. And like, what do you want? Like, get past the salt. So we couldn't really express ourselves as well as we could in English. So English kind of prevailed until like once we got into high school a little bit, my dad got upset. He's like, hey, when I speak to you in Bulgarian, I need you to reply in Bulgarian. And then they started taking us to Bulgaria more. And at one point, Nina actually lived in Bulgaria for two years while my mom was finishing up her school. And she came back and her friends were so excited to see her and they all show up at the house and they're like, Nina, welcome back. And then Nina like tried to speak and she couldn't like, she lost her English after two years of being in Bulgaria. Wow. And she had to like re like re-remember English at one point. How old were you when you went there back to Bulgaria? I think I was 10 and I came back when I was around 12. Oh, wow. So mom, now are your parents still together? No. And wh- were they separated then? That's around when they separated. That break yeah. is kind of what caused the separation. I'm just assuming, yeah, that she left. Yeah, she, no, she, they were together when she left. 
she went back to finish her, she, she'd finished college, but she wanted to get her master's. So she went back to Bulgaria for two years to get her master's degree. And then when she came back, they split up. What was your experience? Did you see your brother at all? Uh, no. No, it was, it was a good time. You? That was a really good time. <laughs> <laughs> Alex! <laughs> but you were already in college, I'm assuming. No, he almost. Was, well, no, 16. Yeah, he's yeah. senior, yeah. junior, senior. So you were with dad. You went with mom. Did you miss each other? Obviously, Alex. No. Is, no. Is like, did you, though? No, at the time, I was happy. <laughs> yeah, I think I was thriving, too. I don't know. At 10... No, we weren't we weren't close, so like missing each other wasn't a thing at that yeah. point. I miss him more now, to be honest with you. How is the experience going back to Bulgaria? We went back a lot over the years, like in the summers, at least I did. I don't remember if you were always there with me, Alex, but I would go back every year, if not every other year, just for the summer and hang out with my grandparents growing up. And then for that two-year period, I lived there fully for two full years. I I really liked it at the time. It was really fun and just immersing myself in this culture and learning Bulgarian better and getting to know the family better. It was really interesting, but I did I didn't miss Alex, but I missed home. I missed like being in Canada and my friends and it was just a different experience. That's a hard age to go from the, you know t- to be 10 to leave your friends, you know. Mm-hmm. That's definitely a hard thing to be able to and did you create a group of friends in Bulgaria yes but it was kind of weird because uh, I don't know how to say this without offending anybody but the education in Europe is a little bit more advanced like they learn things earlier than we do in the states so I think I was in grade I don't I can't I'm really bad at math I don't know where that phrase said that. They didn't teach math in Bulgaria. But everything else. I obviously didn't pick up a lot of it. But um, (laughs) but whatever age I, whatever grade I was in, in Canada, when I went to Bulgaria, they put me back. So I think I was in grade three here. Mm -hmm. And then in Bulgaria, they put me into grade one again. Wow. Because the things that the grade, that the kids were learning in grade one is what I was learning in grade three here which was not cool at all for me to be hanging out with like seven-year-olds when I was like... That's insane. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. To talk about like, that sort of like defeats the whole purpose. Like you at least have to be... Yeah. And my ego was bruised. Like I felt like, you know, I I felt less than. Like I felt like I didn't know. Like I wasn't as smart as everybody there. And I felt like they looked down on me because I didn't know as much as they did. Or there was something, like it felt really weird of course. Um, eventually it was fine, but at the beginning it was like, it, it made me really insecure. Oh. Were your, yes. were your parents strict? Strict parents or not? Or, or, or open, free? It's a good question. I don't know. Are they? Uh, that, that feels like a yes, guys. Well, yeah. so maybe it's a little bit of both. I think my dad was really strict. Mom was more on the fence. Like she would bend a little more. And then as we get, got older, like it's, I think the reason why our perception is skewed, Alex, is because now they're so chill. Now that we're adults, like we're their friends and we hang out with them and we have drinks with them. We do whatever, like it's not. But yeah. as kids, I remember them being very strict. Yeah. And that caused us to rebel more. Like I wanted to go out drinking with my friends and have my parents not find out because I, and I had to hide it from them. And we had like, and I got away with it a lot of the time, but 
I feel like if they hadn't been as strict, I wouldn't have. It wouldn't have been a taboo thing. Right. right. Were you naughty, babe? I'm gonna say yes. I think yeah, for sure. I mean, because you're by nature. I mean, we know each other. You know, you're yeah. you're adventurous. You like the thrilling types of things. You're a little more on the thrill seeking side. Mm-hmm. So I would think as a little girl, as a younger girl growing up, that you probably would have been pretty anxiety. Like you would have given me as a mother a lot of anxiety. <laughs> you would have given me as a sister anxiety. I would have been like, Nana, no, you can't do I, that. <laughs> I Yeah, you, you nailed it on the head. I think I was pretty, but I also was really good at hiding it, or at least I thought I was good at hiding it. You're like, medium think- good at hiding it. <sighs> Really? Alex, were you naughty? Yeah. Uh, I, got I, into, I got in the tr- I got in trouble. Don't say but naughty. I, think, we, always, I don't like the word naughty. Well, it's babe. sexual. Okay, it's like okay, fine. Were yeah. you rebellious? Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, was, but was, Nina was, got caught. <laughs> Nina, I'd say Nina got caught more than I'd got. I got caught. So like she got really? suspended for vandalism. Oh, what? Yeah. What did yeah. you do? Nina. What did you do? <laughs> <laughs> do you remember? Uh-oh. Yeah, I don't, I, I, I'd rather not get into the details of it. <laughs> but yeah, I remember. But she didn't even use spray paint. They just took chalk to the wall. Oh, like gosh. you could have just watered it off. But she got she got suspended and she got grounded for six months. And her six accomplice months? only got two weeks or something like two weeks of grounding. So like it was for a chalk vandalism. Six months. Yeah, that sounds extreme. Well, they wrote, they just wrote, you know, what'd you guys write? That the principal is an idiot? Like I said, like I said, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to get into it. It was so long ago. There, no one's going to remember. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whatever we, you we wrote, said, it was offending you. Like it was right. towards the principal or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we, we, we were upset with something that happened, I guess. And we took chalk to the schoolyard <laughs> after hours. And you were, like, pro, you were in protest. You were in <laughs> protest. <laughs> Yeah. Right. At least it wasn't permanent. Right. It was a half ass protest. <laughs> <laughs> we're Canadian, so we were really nice about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, picture this. Okay, you have dinner. You're in a cozy blankie and you're with your significant other. Ooh. Okay. I know where you're going with this, Oliver. Okay. And now we're turning on a mystery, a thriller, I something that is going to make your toes curl. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Do I have fuzzy socks on? No, you have no socks on because your feet need to be a little bit cold. Oh, it means there God. might be a ghost in the room. <laughs> I don't know. I'm too scared. Okay. Now we're watching this new show. Okay. Okay. It's a Spectrum original called Angela Black. All right. You can binge all these episodes right now on demand on Spectrum. It's a character-driven six-part psychological thriller, basically mirroring my life. So we'll follow Angela Black. Right? She's a woman who, in reality, it's, it's upended when she's approached by this mysterious man carrying an ominous warning. Nothing is as it seems as she tries to save herself and her children from danger, oh. leading Angela to doubt everything she thought that she knew, including her own mind. I like it. Very relatable for me, personally. I'm yeah. losing my mind slowly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All episodes of Angela Black, they are available to binge now. Yes, yes they you are. said that. Now go through these actors because there's some pretty heavy hitters in here. 
Golden Globe winner Joanne Froggett. From she Down played, Abbey. Yeah, she played Anna Bates, which is one of my favorite shows. I'll ever. take this one. Mikhail Hoosman. Ooh. Because ooh. I worked with him in a show called Nashville, and he's also from the show called Flight Attendant. Sick actor. Nice. He's also in Game of Thrones. Love it. Yep. And British Independent Film Award winner Samuel Adwunmi. This show is perfect for fans who like a gripping mystery thriller like Gone Girl, Girl on the Train, The Undoing Sharp Objects. You will love it. Mm -hmm. It's very, 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 very good. I'm telling you, you have to, you got to start watching Angela Black today. It's available now for free on demand for Spectrum Video subscribers. That's Spectrum Originals, Angela Black. We love Sakara. I know you guys know this. If you are an avid, um, an avid sibling revelry listener, you know we love Sakara. This is a female-founded company. These girls are fantastic. I have been a fan of them since they started. If you're trying to eat healthy, Sakara to me is a great restart. It's a great plan. This is a food meal plan. It's plant-rich, ready-to-eat meals, and functional wellness essentials to nourish your body. Mm -hmm. And they do it with whole organic ingredients that retrain your palate and help you break up with your sweet tooth and all of the other habits that you might have. Now, I had this thing the other day. I was doing a fitting. I don't know what happened. I was like, I don't know what's going on. And then I thought, am I pregnant? God, I hope not. But then I realized I'd been on the sauce. Oh, uh, okay. Drink I had a little president weekend. Mm -hmm. Then I was like, oh, maybe I'll have another night where I'll have a drink. Usually I don't drink as much as I did this one mm -hmm. particular weekend. Mm -hmm. But I did. I got a little alcohol bloaty Ooh. and it came up in my tummy and I was like, Sakara. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is where I look at them like reset. Mm -hmm. You got to get, you know, and, and when it's ready for you and done and prepared, nothing's easier. As of right now. Sakar is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to sakara.com slash sibling or enter code sibling at checkout. That's Sakara, S-A-K-A-R-A.com slash sibling to get 20% off your first order. Sakara.com slash sibling. Now, Alex, were you into the arts like your sister or were you, I mean, you look like you have a very sort of more linear setup here. I'm seeing an office. You've got a very professional headset on. It feels like you're you went the business route. Right. He's about to go down this being <laughs> yeah. John Malkovich little like rabbit hole, right? Yeah. There. I can see you it. look like you could be a bookie, you know? You could be like <laughs> Oh uh, yeah. He's got the attitude as kind of a bookie. Right. Maybe he could be we, like we should maybe get into that. He's like working the back house in like an uncut gems type situation. Yes. Oh, I like that. I feel yeah. like or it could be as simple as you know you're a, you're a lawyer. And Not a lawyer. He's coding. Coding. No, I'm um, <laughs> I'm an engineer. So I work with a team of other engineers, and we plan out and uh, build big infrastructure projects. So right now we're working on a wastewater treatment plant that's in Toronto. We're uh, we're bidding it and. Uh, Hopefully we're awarded so we can go build it. So what about the arts then? You know, was your parents like, what the hell do you want? Why do you want to do this? I mean. Um, my mom's a painter and, a, you know, she restores. So she understood it more than my dad did. He, he, he fully, 
he probably just like a week ago figured out what I was doing. Um, <laughs> I'm obviously kidding, but um, but at the beginning he wasn't very supportive. In fact, he would uh, when I started auditioning. I would think I was like 14 years old, and I I didn't really tell them at first that I was doing what I was doing. And once I started having to leave school to be able to do things, um, they made they like imposed new rules for me because they didn't think this was a real profession and that I could do this. So they started making me read books every week. And if I didn't finish the book or didn't finish the book report and submit it to my parents for the book that I'd read that week, then I couldn't go on auditions the following week. And then they told me that if I didn't go to college, I couldn't continue acting. So they were like very, they wanted education to, to be at the forefront and wanted to make sure that I had a backup plan if it didn't work out because they genuinely didn't think it would work out. <laughs> Weren't you in high school when you got, what's it called? Degrassi? Degrassi. Yeah. Degrassi. Yeah, How do you pronounce it? Degrassi High with Drake. It's, it's Degrassi, but Degrassi. Americans say Degrassi for some reason. I say yeah. Degrassi. Degrassi. So Degrassi <laughs> Drake is like, was in Degrassi. But explain it? what it is yeah. for those yeah. who don't know. Uh, Degrassi is a high school sort of soapy drama that is shot in Toronto. It was drama. It wasn't like Saved yeah. by the Bell. No, it wasn't. It was no, more it was, like it was darker. Yeah, and they they really prided themselves in being the first to do a lot of things. Like I think we were the first to say bitch. Right. Did you hear they what were happened? Like, they in were like the like, '90s euphoria. Right. Yeah, exactly. Totally. <laughs> they're like they're like they're like Paul put a hole in my diaphragm. Eh? <laughs> 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 he did what? I swear. He put a hole in my diaphragm. <laughs> <laughs> and like one of the characters on Degrassi did cocaine on camera. Whoa. Like way before it was cool yeah. or okay right. to do that on, yeah. on camera. And Full euphoria um, vibes. Yeah. And we, um, like my character, to give you context, was a, uh, I was the single mom in school. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. So you had a baby. I had a baby and there's a funny story there because that was one of my first days of shooting ever. And so I had to shoot with a baby, like an actual <laughs> infant child. And I didn't even, like I was 14. Like I didn't know what a so mark funny. was. Or, right. like, <laughs> and you like not to look baby. into the camera wow. lens. <laughs> it was really challenging for me. So I always like, I cringe when I look back at those episodes because I really have no idea what I'm doing. And they actually had to recast. Like, we shot a whole day, and then they had to completely scrap it because the babies hated me so much that they wouldn't stop crying. Like, I couldn't get a line in without the... It was, like, screaming in my face. I wouldn't personalize that, Nina. That's not you. It wasn't you. It's just a baby. I know that now, but at the time, it was very traumatizing. I was like, is this what what it's always going to be like? It's so scary. I'll never be a Um, mom. (laughs) I know, right? Um, and so they, and there was triplets, like whenever one baby would cry, they would bring in the next one. And like, not one of them liked me at all. So then they scrapped the whole day. And then the next day we come to the set and they've recast the my child and it's a full blow. It's a four-year-old. Like it's a, it's like, she has long hair <laughs> up to my waist. Like she's That's tall. So funny. <laughs> we could do the baby when you're like, like 10. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Well, who did Drake year old single mom with a four-year-old kid. It was like, it didn't make any sense, but she didn't cry. So it worked uh, out. Who and Drake played 
Uh, Drake played uh, Jimmy, I think was the name of his character. And he he was uh, shot in the show and was in a wheelchair for uh, half of his time on the show. I love this. I want to I want to like, go back and watch, watch this. It. Yeah. I, I, it's weirdly oh, no. it's what weirdly compelling like? to me. <laughs> what was that like in high school for you? What was it like Alex for you? Although oh, I guess yeah. you were out. You were already in oh, college. Right? right? Yeah, Cuz you would have been 19. Yeah. But what was it like to see your sister cuz that show's really popular. It was, right? Mhm. So he probably used it to his advantage. Do you know my sister? You <laughs> <laughs> think I did? But I didn't. Uh, no, in university, actually, like my friends would 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 go up to girls and go, "Hey, you guys know so and so in Degrassi? Like that's yeah, that's his that's his sister, right? And yeah, like I try to stay away from it because a lot of the time, like that's the it's more like little teeny boppers, like younger people that are into it. But then when Nina got into uh, Vampire Diaries, then it started getting the older crowd as well, and. I still, I still don't want that to like be the reason why someone's talking to me. Right. So, but my friends, Oliver, does. that was, yeah. Oliver. <laughs> no, <laughs> it was the opposite. I railed That's against sad. who my parents were. I couldn't stand it. I just wanted. That's I was sad. too. It's horrible. Okay, so how did that change your high school experience, and then your parents' perception of you wanting to? Right. Be was your dad an finally like, huh? She did it. Is that the Bulgarian yeah. accent? No, Bulgarian. I don't know Bulgarian. You know, with that accent, he sounded exactly like that. I'm having like yeah, yeah, yeah. flashbacks. No. <laughs> well, I, I do a lot of research before these podcasts. <laughs> you can tell. You yeah. can really tell. Um, yeah, I mean, at the beginning, the first two, like the show hadn't come out. Like we shot the episodes, but it hadn't aired yet for the first year. So it was just a normal high school experience, except I was just, I was away a lot. And then in my... Last year, in like senior year, I was almost never there at all. So it was a little weird when I showed back up to prom. Like I, I was gone, and then all of a sudden I showed up. Everyone was like, "Oh, you, you still go here?" <laughs> like it was, it was a bit of a bummer because everyone had these inside jokes that I wasn't a part of, and it made me a little sad. But, um, but for the most part, most of the years until that last year, I got to just have a normal experience, which is really cool. And then my dad. Eventually, like once once I got Vampire Diaries and moved to the states and I had to drop out of college, that's when, oh, that's when he was like, okay, I see how this like this is a really like it's a popular show. You're actually making a living from this. You're succeeding. You're doing movies now too. Like he started, he recognized that this was my path now, and it wasn't going to be a. Um, it was he like? And I'm sure deep down I'm it was proud really of about you, little Nina. It was I'm <laughs> proud of you, my little Nina. Is that what it sounds like? <laughs> That's pretty good. That sounds more like you're tapping into our Hungarian roots. Yeah, but I don't know. I'm really proud of yeah, you. Yeah, if I ever make proud a biopic you, about my, my life, I'm gonna cast you as my father. Oh, I, I, oh I would love that. Jeez, <laughs> father, you're really aging him up there, Nina. That's all right. Hey, do you, well, a no, young, it'll, it'll be a, it'll be you know yeah, yeah. in flashbacks. A young thirty-year-old common dobra. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's so funny. Bulgarian. Oh God. <laughs> I'm already. I'm already sweating for Oliver. I saw a picture of your dad. I, I think I could. I think I could play him. You did. You'd have to grow your beard out. Yeah, I grow my beard. I just dad. had a big beard. I just shaved it. You know, I think I was. What I was going to say was that your parents probably just based on like 
look, communist Bulgaria, having, you know, real refugees, having to kind of out of fear leave and look for a better life for their family. I'm sure deep down it's all just about stability. They just want you guys to be in stable jobs where you, you know, and there's nothing more unstable than the life of an artist. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) You know, so it's sort of like more fear-based, I guess, wanting you guys to have the best. Alex, what did you end up studying? And where did you go to school for for college? I didn't, because my parents, our parents were so busy working. I didn't really get much guidance in high school. Mm. So it was in, it was in the last year that I discovered that I need really high marks to get into university. And I only had mediocre marks. So I had to, I couldn't get into university immediately. I went to Europe to kind of spend time with my grandparents. And I started taking some classes there to kind of upgrade my uh, marks. And then when I finally got good marks, I came back to Canada and just finished university there. But again, uh, in civ- like in civil engineering, so construction and all the math and uh, a lot of the stuff that see, like I kind of followed in my dad's kind of footsteps, mm-hmm. while my sister followed the artistic side, my mom's footsteps. Do you are you artistic in any way? I mean, do you have do you have it in you? I do, but it's not. It doesn't. You kind of have to force it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were talking about mushrooms earlier. Yeah. When, if I ever dab on mushrooms, yeah. then I start coming a little more artistic. You mean, not, you mean when you, 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 when mean you dabble? When you, <laughs> you mean if you ever tried to dabble? Yeah. Yeah, well, I think most of the world probably feels that way. Most of the world needs a little mushroom. I agree. I yeah. agree. Um, so, How old are you, Alex? Wait. 37. So married? No. No. Girlfriend? Serious girlfriend, okay. and there's a kid on the way. Oh, good for oh, you. So, so like ah. you guys. Yeah. That's awesome. That's I wasn't yeah. sure if he was going to say anything. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. so exciting. Congrats. Congrats, man. What? Uh, you're, you're, talk about a life moment. It's going to be great. Your life is over, yeah. but it's going to be fun. It's just beginning. Yeah. Could you imagine your life without your kids? No, no, I couldn't, but I remember my life without my kids. I, I don't think I ever had an adult <laughs> life without kids. What's the future look like? It looks pretty sweet. It looks pretty If you're buff. a part of this community. Future fitness, baby. Okay, picture the most successful people in sports and fitness, which, by the way, I ran into J.J. Watt the other day. Oh, He's yeah. like, dude, I'm so excited. Yeah. You're an investor in future. So future is a new workout experience. Mm-hmm. It pairs you one-on-one with a fitness coach who will map out a custom workout plan and also keep you totally accountable every single day all through the future app. That's right. You put in your weight, your height, what you want to accomplish, all of the statistics, and then you get to choose your own trainer. Right. At that point, your trainer is going to FaceTime you. They're going to text you. You're going to have an actual personal relationship with this person Mm -hmm. and curate workouts to what your lifestyle looks like, to where you are in the world. You, You get an Apple Watch. 
you do get an Apple Watch. I think that's a really cool thing. Yes. Like one of this, one of the things is, is that the Apple Watch allows your coach to actually track your results. Mm -hmm. So they know like, oh, they know you went on a walk. They know that you did X amount of steps. They know that your heart rate was at- Right, because they're right. connected to your watch. Exactly. So they can actually see everything you're doing yes. in your, through the And they can also the see app. when you're slacking. And yeah. then you get texts and emails like, what are you doing, dude? Why aren't you, yeah. you know? It keeps you motivated yeah. and, and accountable. So if you're ready to invest in your long-term health and wellness, you can get started with your future coach right now with 50% off your first three months at tryfuture.com slash sibling. Again, that is tryfuture.com slash sibling. Let's talk about travel for a second because Nina, I know you love to explore. Alex, are you similar? Yeah. We, uh, after high school or after like once we got to an adult age, I think we mostly connected just through travel, adventures, extreme sports, does that come from your parents? It's a, it's a very Bulgarian trait, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Oliver knows because he's part Bulgarian. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, you know, we, yeah, when we were, like, we didn't have a lot of money to travel when we were younger, but we did a lot of road trips in the car. Like, it, it was a priority to try to do whatever we could growing up. So I think that once we became adults and we had the means to do it more, both Alex and I made it a priority. And I remember the first trip when we really, really bonded the most was when um, I called up, I called him and told him to check his email because I had booked him a flight to meet me in Hawaii because my parents, had, towards the end, they were like, they basically were like, look, you, we love you guys and we want th what's best for you. So please just promise us, like you can do anything you want. Just promise us that you're not going to do anything stupid. Like, do heroin or, you know, jump out of a plane or, you know, like that kind of stuff that's going to endanger you. So as soon as I could, I booked him a flight to Hawaii and we went skydiving. Did you just skydive the one time? Uh, I, together, together. Oh, together, yes. yeah, one time. Nina's done but it. I've, haven't you done it multiple times? Yeah, I've done it like four or five times. I love it. I'm obsessed. Had a girl. Yeah. yeah. I but did it, it was once. the one thing they told us not to do. Or one of the things they told us not to do. And we took a video. And that year, I didn't go to Christmas. Like, I was having a, a, a yes year of traveling and trying to, you know, find, find myself. And so instead of going to Christmas, I just sent them the tape. And I, like, wrapped it up like a gift. Because <laughs> I knew they were going to fucking kill me. Once <laughs> they knew that we did the one thing they said not to do. That's so, so funny. Yeah. Hey, but on that trip. On that trip, Nina was kind of, she had just finished another trip where she was kind of on a, like, like she said earlier, just yes to everything. So when we were in Hawaii, she would get day drunk and she had gotten injured previously. So she could only get around on crutches. Do you remember? You busted Wait, up I your ankle. Like how, yeah. how many years ago was this? Ooh, 2013. This into, yeah, 2013. I, I feel like I remember this time. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then in Hawaii, we a would, lot of people do. I don't yeah. remember a lot of it, but a lot of other people. <laughs> I remember this time because you were like gone all the time, and you were mm -hmm. always somewhere with, you know, Julianne, Julianne, and, and Rihanna. Right? Wasn't Rihanna there too? Some of the you yeah. guys. There was like one point, and then you got you hurt yourself. I was trying to scare everybody. I was like hiding behind a bush on this like on a second story and I tried to scare everybody, but I had been drinking. So I didn't, um, 
you know, I, the, the distance between the ground and where I was, you know, I, I underestimated how high it was. So I jumped out and scared them, but then landed and all the weight kind of crushed my ankle. But I still had like two months of traveling ahead of me. And I didn't cancel any of it. I just She's got just crutches like, and kept going. <laughs> I remember this. That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, um, things you can do in your 20s that you can't really do anymore, nor do I want to anymore. <laughs> guys, she was she was only hurt selective amount of time. Meaning when she got an, when she got enough liquor in her, we'd run on the, she'd go on the beach and do cartwheels and show off to people and go like jump on jet skis and then even when we went skydiving, she she rolled in on crutches. And then when we're putting on everything, she just threw the crutches away. She's like, I'm good. Let's do this. <laughs> so when it benefits when it benefits her, she's injured is what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. It made getting through TSA yeah, a lot yeah, easier smart. when Especially I had the crutches. Very smart. So, <laughs> yeah. so now, like, do you guys make a point to actually stay connected through travel? We do. We have to travel to see each other because he lives in Canada and I'm here in the States. But do you make a but, point to do it? Uh, yeah. I mean, we do. But at the same time, it's definitely a different kind of travel. It's not what we just described. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's a lot more calm. We, we were in Colorado for Christmas and we had a really great time there. But it's it's just a more grounded connection and experience now when we see each other. Okay. So what do we have to look forward to now? Like what is, you know, I mean, Alex, obviously... Baby. Baby's coming. That That's huge. And then, Nina, you're going to be an auntie, which is incredible. I'm so um, excited. But, Nina, what about you? What are you looking forward to right now? Well, I'm excited about being an auntie, like you said. I'm an auntie to so many of my friends' kids, but now I get to be an actual auntie. And I just gained a, a sister-in-law, almost. Mm-hmm. At some point in the next year, I'll mm-hmm. have an official sister-in-law. <laughs> um so that's really exciting. But on a professional level, I've, I've started producing a lot more, which is really exciting. And, and I have a couple of things that are in the pipeline for this year that, um, that I can't wait to get off the ground. But aside from that, like, you know, COVID's been, COVID's been good and bad for so many people and for so many reasons. And, and it's made us realize a lot of things and it's forced me to slow down in, in a great way in so many ways. But I am starting to get that itch of wanting to travel again. Um, yeah. So I hope. I'm like ready to go. I'm just yeah. like, get me out of here. Get me back to the way my life used to be. It was really, this was great. And now I just want to like do things. Yeah. Should we do our speed yeah, down? Yeah, go. Okay. One word to describe each other. Nina is tenacious. Ooh. Ooh. Good. Big words. She doesn't give so, up. Alex Alex is so many words. Um, Alex is loyal. Okay. And then one word to describe each other at like 14, 15. They didn't even know each other then, basically. <laughs> Alex is mean. Wow. Just... Bratty. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, I like it. I deserve that. What, what I deserve would ours it. be? Probably the same thing. <laughs> or or I wasn't bratty. No, you were just um I would say Oliver was jealous. <laughs> Not at that age. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> now. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, we've never done this. That, that, no, like, I know. I, there's, I'd say. Goofy. You were goofy. Yeah. Like everything about you was just goofy. And you were like a little like, you had that like lanky, yeah, goofy, Gumby. weird. Gumby. That's my nickname. <laughs> Um, you were needy. I didn't know we could do. I didn't know we could do physical attributes. <laughs> I was so needy. <laughs> Who was the most rebellious? I think I was. Alex, is, do you agree with this? I'd, I'd agree that she got caught being rebellious, but I don't know if she was more rebellious. Who would make it further on Survivor? It's a good question, Alex. Oh, this is, Alex. this is a good question. Are you Nina's- forty, Alex? Oh yeah. Uh, we're, we're actually like pretty like equal in terms of sports. We've done tough mutters and Spartan races and Nina can hang. Nina can, Nina can get out there. It's her mental game. I can usually talk her out of, if we do like, um, a plank challenge, I'll just talk her down and she'll just, she'll drop after like a minute or two. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But she can definitely hang. First job, you know, uh, it's kind of the same sort of, but he cheated. So I didn't get paid for it. Alex's first job was a paper route. And when you do paper routes, they deliver like each section in separate piles. So you have to assemble each, each paper before delivering it. And so he got the job to, to do that, but he made me assemble all the papers for the night when they would arrive and then he would go out and deliver them in the mornings. Would you get a so cut? He would no cut. All the you wouldn't money. get any you wouldn't get any cut. No No, I thought it was a fun game and a fun activity <laughs> that we got to do together. It sounds <laughs> no, like all of anyone was getting paid. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> He's you, you he, Alex was using your need for acceptance yeah. to get Correct. his shit done. <laughs> Smart. Correct. Who is the tattletale? Nina. Yeah. Who is more of a daredevil? These days, actually, like, she'll jump off cliffs that I hesitate. I mean, into, like, a body of water? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's, obviously. She's done some high ones where I'm like, ugh, I don't know if I trust myself. Yeah, but honestly, these days, I am slowing down a little bit, especially because it's, like, the company that I keep now. Like, I'm not trying to keep up with. Oh, oh right. Yeah. Like, right. So, it's too gnarly. <laughs> he goes so extreme that I'm like, yeah, you know what? Like in every relationship, there has to be the one crazy one in that way. And right. I'm, I'm oh, retiring. nice. But You've met your match. Good. You've met your match. You found the crazier one. So now you can just be chill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, I think I'm just going to go grab a beer. And let you do yeah whatever the hell it is you <laughs> whatever do. you're gonna go do <laughs> on this mountain. Who's your guys' first celebrity crush? It's the same. It hasn't changed for me. Brad Pitt. Yes. How did you know? Well, because he's so hot. He is. I mean, oh. he's 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 more hot now than I think he even was. I mean, the guy looks so good. He it's. Good. I like him as an older man. Like I'm oh, feeling him as an older dude. You know, he's yeah. aging gracefully. He is. River runs it through happen. it, though. You know, I mean, you know, he he's a smoke show. Mm. If I was, uh, what am I? I'm binary, right? No, you're cis. I think I'm binary. Am I binary? Isn't no, cis. You're cis. I'm cis. Non-binary. If I was non-binary, you don't. 
you don't know what you're talking about. Right. So then I'm not, so I'm then like, I could be non-binary. So, no, non-binary means you don't identify with a gender, a specific gender. Okay. So you're, you are they. It, you, that's, Got you're it. a they. So would I have to be bi to be with no, Brad No, bisexual Pitt? is a sexual preference of both male and female. So what if I just wanted to be only with Brad Pitt and nobody else? Then you're gay. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean women, but like just Brad Pitt is the man part. Oh, well, then you're bisexual <laughs> with Brad Pitt. Okay. So maybe that should be an that should, maybe that should be another category, like a whole um, you guys a, should whole, make a category. whole category. <laughs> <laughs> a whole other category is just you're straight but only bisexual with Brad Pitt. Right. <laughs> B, what is it? BSWBTBP. Wait, that's can, the, can you that guys, is, that's can the you guys promise me that when you promote this episode, that that's the clip that you use on Instagram? <laughs> Have you two explained that? Oh my God. Uh, Alice, okay. what, about, what about you? You got that first celebrity crush? Did you guys watch Beautiful Mind? Oh, yeah. How gorgeous was Jennifer Connelly? Jennifer Connelly, yeah. Oh gosh! <laughs> look, look at your face. It's so creepy when you oh, said no, that. He's feeling, I'm like Alex. He's, he's feeling her right now as we speak. Alex, he's, he's feeling it. Calm down. No, but Alex, have you, you seen? Have you seen Opportunity Knocks? No. Okay. Jennifer well, Conley. Jennifer Conley is insane. Yeah, I know. Beautiful. But do yourself a favor. Go watch Opportunity Knocks. Okay. That's well we'll before do. Beautiful Mind. She's beautiful, and that she's she was great. She's a great actress. Opportunity Knocks. Just hit me up once you watch that. Okay. She's okay. just very sexy in it. She holds up, though. She looks beautiful and is aging really gracefully as well. Okay, guys. Next one. Uh, who's wittier? I think Nina. We're definitely goofier. I'll take that for sure. Okay. You're robbing a bank. Who's actually <laughs> robbing the bank? Who's in the getaway car driving the car? I'm in the bank. How? You're not mean enough. Well, but I'm an actor. Like I can pretend to Ugh. do whatever. Like I can, I can, I, I can commit to the role of being right. a bad guy. Fine, take it. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, you want to be in the car, just hanging out? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who is the favorite child? I think me. He's the firstborn. Firstborn son, for sure. Yeah, he carries on the she family name. He always got caught doing bad things. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, favorite mantra or life lesson? Uh, don't jump off the second story to scare your friends. Yeah, that's a really <laughs> good life, life lesson for Nina. me. That would that is very good advice for anybody out there. Alex, I'll try anything twice. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Is there no buts or unless? Whoa, no, relax no, anything with twice. The but. Who can drink more? Oh, interesting question. What point of our lives are we at? No, I'm just about? saying. Let's just let's like just right go now, general. Like, like who who can drink and like wake up? If and you're like, going shot for shot I'm right up, now, yeah. like uh, yeah, I only ask this because Dina, you seem who's got a better constitution for you know having a good fun night out. Like I have a better one than Oliver. I get well, I I go nuts, but I just get hung over. <sighs> Dina goes hard, but she's yeah. more disciplined. Like she'll know when to stop. Yeah, I I don't take it overboard, but. I de she's definitely more disciplined. Oliver at like Riders 18th was like so wasted. He was like wandering around my front yard. <laughs> well, no, because I didn't have a ride home. I walked home. <laughs> I wanted to go one, home. At one point. Our parents I were forget, still. I think maybe it was Danny. It was like Oliver's just like walking in the front yard. <laughs> I was waiting. 
mom and pop. Like, it was were, just our family. Yeah, but they were still partying. They were. It was like midnight. I wanted to go home, and I walked home. It took me forty minutes, like walking in the rain. <laughs> yeah, I, I went into the garage to see if I could find a bike, but all your tires were flat on your bikes, so I just walked home. Oh, that's what you were doing. Yeah. You went to go find a bike. Oh, yeah. So funny. Yeah. Danny's like, have you ever heard, heard of this Oliver, app like called all Uber? disheveled? No, yeah, but, I, I but forgot too, about Uber. But we're also like so close to each other. It's like to get an Uber to go to mom's, she's literally like 10 blocks from my house. Yeah. But oh. it still t- it took a half hour. And it was I was going to say, why did it take you 40 minutes then? Well, I mean, it was, it, it, it's, it's, it's a two mile, pl- you know, I, it's three mile. Oliver. I don't know. I, it was I kind of, it. it was kind of nice, actually. Oh. <laughs> Oh my but god! But I don't get sloppy in any way. I mean, you would never even well, know I was I was intoxicated. Right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Last question, Ollie. Do you want to? No, because I always forget okay. it. Okay. So it's a two part question. Nina, you go first about your brother. So the two parts are: what is it about your brother that you would want to relieve from him that you think, like something you could alleviate that you think would kind of help him in his life or make, make kind of the quality of his life easier, better, more liberating. Okay. And then the other part of the question is, is what is something that you would love to emulate? Something, a quality mm. that he has that you wish you had more of? Okay. So the, the first one's easy. I would like to alleviate him of me. <laughs> <laughs> that would be, that would probably make his life infinitely better. No, I'm kidding. Um, um, you know, Alex has, and I hope this is okay to say it, don't get mad at me, but like, I I think because you care so much sometimes about certain things, if, if, if that's being challenged, the thing that you care about is being challenged, he, you, you like shut down a little bit and you get very defensive and like you can't hear what's happening God, and it takes you dick. a second to cool off. And I wish, <laughs> I wish that he had, no, <laughs> I'm being honest. I'm sorry. Um, I wish that he was able to like breathe through a moment to get to the next moment to realize, like to have a little bit more perspective and at times, and it hasn't happened to us in a really long time. So this isn't, I don't know if it is, even it still is a thing, but like breathing through moments to yeah, to like, to give perspective. Because, you know, we all get like that. We all get so like hot when something, when there's a challenging moment. Like I do it too. So I'm I'm definitely projecting my own stuff as well. Like There's not a human on the earth that doesn't do this. But in the moment, you get so hot and you can't think of anything. You can't, you have no perspective. And, and I wish I could alleviate him of the same thing that I wish I could alleviate for myself, which is to take a deep breath and have perspective mm. of, in the situation that I always have about 20 minutes later, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. there there is a lot of power in witnessing moments rather than reacting to them. And I think as we get older, we get better at it. Like, I think he's gotten, that's why I said I don't know if he still does it anymore because I haven't seen it in so long. This is like a like 10 years ago observation. <laughs> but, so maybe it's not even a thing anymore. I don't know. Um, <laughs> and what about emulate? I would love to emulate there's like a a youthfulness about Alex and a charisma and an energy that he has that I've I've literally never brought him anywhere with me where everyone didn't love him 
like right now, like you, like your observation about how he has like the headset on, he's in an office, it looks kind of serious, but he's not like that in real life. And, and (laughs) in in fact, (laughs) he's more like chill and relaxed. And so it does. And I always tell people whenever I'm like, Hey, can my brother come? Or like, Hey, my brother's coming. I'll be like, just so you know, like, I know you haven't met him, but he's hands down the better Dobrev. Like everyone it's, there's no argument. Like he's the, the cooler, more accepted, like people love him. So, um, I wish I could emulate that, that like innate inner confidence that he has. Yeah. That's how Ollie feels about me. <laughs> I think the opposite. I, I, I was relating so much to how she was talking about her brother. I'm like, you know, like, I'm like, this is me. me. This is the Kate feels about me. I'm like, this, you know, she's got all, she's got the money and the fame and all the stuff. And I'm just like a great guy. You know I mean? I, I, <laughs> people just want me around. It's okay. It's true. That's it's all right. It's true. And I can dance. Oh, I can dance. <laughs> um, okay, Alex. What I want to emulate, I'll go first on that one. Uh, Nina's got a really, like, she's got this innate way to just open up a set. She can open up a conversation or a crowd with this just authentic way that I kind of, sometimes I watch from the distance. I'm like, that's impressive. Like she cold opened three people or six people at one time. And I've seen it. I've seen her done do it in Monaco, in London, England, in all over the states, in Montreal. Like she, she dials it in and just knocks it out of the park. So I'm uh, I'm always impressed, and I like watching her do that. And then to, to alleviate, uh, I thought about this a little bit because I did some research on your guys' podcast before. You guys always ask these questions. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cheater. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> And uh, that one, I think it's, I want to alleviate her from some of the disgenuine conversations or people that she has to work with in, in her like, line of work. I find that, and I've just been a witness to it, where there's a lot of just happy people that don't usually tell her the truth about something. And, uh, but that's not always the case. But once in a while, I kind of cringe. I'm like, ugh, I'm pretty sure that person's like not telling her the truth right now. She, they're just being, they just want to like tell her good, like good news. But are you so, saying that you do you not think Nina is aware that they might be bullshitting her? I'm not saying they're bullshitting her. They just, they could have given her more forward uh, information. Honest feedback. Honestly. Yeah, like okay. better feedback. Okay, got it. Because I've overheard conversations and the person is just, they're being a little wishy-washy. They're just telling her like Californian positivity. Like, yeah. I'm like, eh, like you could have been a better helper there. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, you yeah. want like the, I like that. Yeah. To we all we all need to be a little bit more upfront, honestly. Except for me. Except for me. I'm like <laughs> great guy, Oliver. <laughs> I love that, Alex. I mean, I I I pride myself and I try to not be around yes people as much as I can. And every now and then like somebody will sneak in and you, you, I feel like I'm really good at that, but I'm sure I'm not perfect at it. And I, I would like to challenge you in the future to let me know when you see that that's happening. Mm. Please Let's do it. Good. I like this. I like this. We've too. accomplished. We, we something did. Here we just today. brought. We just brought them closer. I think we did. <laughs> that's the goal. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, thank you for your time, you guys. Good luck with the baby, man. Nina, big really. kisses. Appreciate it. Congratulations, thank you guys. Brother. 
This is really fun. Oh, wait, can I show you guys one thing before we go? Just to give you, um, just to show you, you know, like a nugget of, it was my birthday yesterday. Oh, happy birthday. And oh, happy birthday. Thank you. Uh, this is, you know, real time example of what my brother and I are like. This is what my brother sent me for my birthday. He sent me these beautiful flowers with a note that says, elegant birthday flowers for a slightly less elegant birthday girl. <laughs> um, and then he got me beef jerky with this Thanks on it. Thanks for giving us Omicron. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for oh giving us God. Omicron. That's fucking yeah. funny. Oh. <laughs> so that's the kind of relationship we have. <laughs> all, right, um, guys. all right, guys. Thank you. All right, thank you. Good talking to you guys. Good meeting you. We'll see you soon. Sibling Revelry is executive produced by Kate Hudson and Oliver Hudson. Producer is Allison Bresnik. Editor is Josh Windish. Music by Mark Hudson, a.k.a. Uncle Mark. If you want to show us some love, rate the show and leave us a review. This show is powered by Simplecast. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget Beach Finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Ibera Star Hotels and Resorts and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable.